this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 21 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do with, <laughs> it's a little podcast I do about art and things and I haven't actually done one of these for ages I think it's been about four weeks um, and I never I never meant to do that but that's what happens sometimes I guess but um, I thought I would do a little podcast about what's happened over the past few weeks. Um, and you can find show notes and stuff at sofreeart.com and you can find me at sophielawson.com and if there's any noises in the background like banging and stuff it's because there's a lot of people outside doing like, home improvements and stuff so <laughs> sorry. But this podcast might be very, 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 very random. I know they're normally quite random, but this one's probably going to be even more so. Because, um, like, so much has been going on. But what what happened was, about four weeks ago, when I put the last podcast out, which was about um, overwhelm, and I was talking about, like, wanting to bring video games back and stuff, what actually happened was... I had just said to my uh, doctor at the gender clinic, I just said no to having surgery, which is surgery downstairs to remove too much information, but <laughs> like testicles and stuff to basically, oh, I did talk about this on the last podcast, I think, um, get rid of the willy to get a fanny. I, I talked about that, I think, on the podcast, but... What happened was, um, I had this moment where, well, I, I'd said no, originally, and then all of a sudden I said, I woke up one night having had a dream, and I got really, I guess you could say, I got overwhelmed with that. It was really, I, I couldn't stop crying, and I realised I'd made a big mistake. So I ended up saying yes to the surgery, and now I've got a doctor's appointment next week. So... The surgery is going to be starting, like the process, but that's going to be an incredibly long process because you have to have like laser um, on your, let's say, on your testicles. <laughs> you have to have laser hair removal, which is going to be incredibly painful, I imagine. Um, but you have to have it all smooth so that when they do the surgery, there's no hairs on the inside and stuff. But I'll talk about that another day, maybe. <laughs> so. But what happened after that was, um, something happened, I don't really know what it was, but I kind of just lost complete control for about a week, and I stopped doing everything, I stopped drawing, I stopped, I basically, I felt like I was going to give up, um, and I went and bought a Playstation 4, um, and, well, I got a really good deal on the internet with for a Playstation 4, with a Playstation VR, which is a virtual reality headset, and a load of games and stuff. Um, but this is funny because it had only been about a month or two since I had got rid of all my. Because I used, I had a PlayStation Four, a PS Four Pro, and I got rid of it all when I started doing my minimalism, minimalism. <laughs> um, so I got rid of it all, and it's another one of those things where. I, I look back now and I realise sometimes you have to get rid of everything to realise what you actually really want and I realise that I do need a bit of 
video games in my life. But I've always felt a bit guilty about gaming because it always felt like if I play video games, I'm not drawing, I'm not doing such and such. But I think it's, this is about balance. I think you can have video games um, sprinkled in your life and they don't have to be a bad thing. So I'm just, at the moment, I'm changing the way I look at video games to sort of accept them in my life. And I think they are going to be important in the future. Because I think a lot of my drawings and my artwork will be video game related. So that's one thing. But I just wanted to quick... This podcast is going to be mainly, I think, about lucid dreaming. Because I, I had a lucid dream that I'd really like to talk about. Um, but I just want to quickly talk about this virtual reality because I've never I never done virtual reality before but and I never really um I never was gonna buy the headset it just the the PlayStation 4 that I got had it included in like the bundle so I got this headset and I put it on and I just couldn't believe it's it is like you are inside the world. I I don't think anyone would ever be able to explain what it is actually like to be inside of a virtual reality um, it's just amazing and like one of the best experiences I've had so far is the first time I played a game called Skyrim which is like this big massive open world and you can if you want to forget about the story and just go just go like exploring the mountains and stuff so what I did was the first hour or so of that game you're in this cave so it's all dark and stuff and you're just learning the controls and then at some point you come outside into the main world so I just reached that point and I came outside and I'm looking around and you, like the world just looked massive but it was like I was inside this world and it was the middle of the night because the game has a full day night cycle and it all sort of like the sky like rotates it looks it's as if it's real really so I was kind of just looking around thinking wow this is incredible and what I did was um I just thought I wonder if I can do this so what I did was I had the headset on and I was sitting on my bed playing the game and what I did was I lied I laid down on the bed with the headset on and my character in the game basically lied down and was looking up at the stars so I just spent like about 10 minutes lying on my bed, looking around, looking at the stars, watching the world pass me by. And it just made me realize, it made me think like in the future they could create this amazing game or, some, or like an experience where you just put the headset on, lie on your bed and basically just exist in the world and enjoy the experience. And that's what it was like. Um, but then my mind couldn't help go off into this direction of because with lucid dreaming it has made me wonder whether the waking life that we are in is just another sort of a dream which is what they say in um like buddhism and stuff they say that the reality is a dream which doesn't mean it's not real it just means it is like a dream um but being in being in that vr being in that virtual reality it's the first time it made me realize that in actual fact i could totally imagine this life that we are in which we think is real i could totally imagine it being um, a virtual reality because it is so 
virtual reality is so realistic and to think that this is only like the beginning you, you got to imagine in like 10 20 years time VR is going to be so much more advanced I can totally imagine um, a future where we end up creating like lives that feel real so like a bit like that film Total Recall I can totally imagine that being real now so it's both kind of a little bit sort of I suppose I don't want to say I don't know what the word is it's a bit sort of um, well beautiful but also a bit unsettling I guess so but that's my experience of VR is just it's quite amazing oh, and I've also got this really scary game called Here They Lie um, but it's so scary I can't even play it it's it's really like I say everything just feels so much more real in virtual reality so that's the first thing um, but I spoke about Reiki healing on one of the podcasts and I said I was going to talk about it but I never did um, but something really did happen that day when I had Reiki healing because ever since then in a weird way it's as if everything's crumbled my whole life has just gone really weird um, but out of it is coming a much more I feel like it's a much more balanced life um, because what I did was I stopped doing everything including the podcast and stuff but I stopped doing art I even stopped doing my lucid dreaming practice and the only thing I carried on doing for about a couple of weeks was my morning automatic writing um, so I guess that is probably that shows that that is probably the most important thing the automatic writing which I've I talked about I've spoke about that before and that's where you just wake up in the morning and write um, you just for like 20 minutes you just write um, you ask yourself a question and then you just write about it without really thinking and because you're still half asleep um, it's as if you're it's as if you're I guess you're self-conscious <laughs> your self-conscious your consciousness your subconscious it's as if your subconscious is writing so you get some really powerful insights um, and so that's been helping me a lot lately and like I said with the video games sprinkling them in my life it's I'm just starting now to start sprinkling everything else back in so last week um, well with the Reiki healing I said this one would be all over the place <laughs> with the Reiki healing um, that got really bad for there's about a week where I thought to myself I'm never gonna do Reiki healing again because my my voice got really bad um, um, I felt I just felt like I wanted to give up on everything it, it got really horrible um, but like the psychic said who did the Reiki healing she said it might get worse before it gets better and I actually looked online and it is a thing called a healing crisis where like um, basically you can get a lot lot worse so before it gets better and that's exactly what's happened and like right now I feel the most balanced I've felt in a long time so I definitely feel like this Reiki healing is very powerful um, and I'm going to be doing another one next week um, so that's quite interesting um, 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 um. <laughs> but it's one of those things that it got a lot worse before it got better something else I wanted to talk about was 
taking photos because since I stopped doing my art for the last few weeks I've been back out taking photos uh, which is something I haven't done for so long because I've been doing like the podcast, the newsletter, I've been doing a lot of stuff on the website. I was doing so much stuff on the website and stuff that um, I stopped doing some of the things that I really enjoy doing and I get I, I feel like I've realised I need some, some things in my life and one of them is being outside taking photos, um, like posing and taking photos. So I've started doing that again. And that's been incredible. I might put some photos in the show notes. Because what I did on Saturday was I went up onto the moors, which is basically a place in the middle of nowhere. And I spent the night out on the moors in just a sleeping bag. (laughs) But it was the most clear sky I have ever seen. Because there was no lights around. It was pure, like, darkness. But there there was no clouds or nothing. And... Literally, there was just hundreds of stars everywhere. I've never seen so many stars in my life. And so I was just sleeping in my sleeping bag. It wasn't that cold either. I I thought it might be quite cold, but it was actually quite warm. And so I was just lying there. Um, Every so often I'd drift off to sleep and then I'd wake up again. And every time I opened my eyes, there was all these stars. And there was one period where I spent about an hour just looking at the stars. And I saw so many things because um, there's so many things in the sky. Because I've never really looked at the night sky like that before. Um, I didn't realise that there are... Well, there was stuff up there that I don't know what it was. Um, It looked like stars moving. Some of them were zooming across the sky. Which I guess are shooting stars. But there was loads of those. Um, And then there were these other ones which were moving very slowly but faster than what I think a plane would be and some of them were quite big like the size of a star moving across so what I realised from that was even the night which I always thought was just complete stillness even the night has got constant change it's quite um I guess like eye-opening it was just really, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. And whilst I was out there, I took some photos, which was, that was beautiful. Because um, I was taking photos with the sunset. And then I, in when the sun was coming up in the morning, I was just watching the sun come up. And again, I've never seen um, the sun, like, rising like that before. Because it, it actually moves a lot faster than I thought. When it's on the horizon... The sun moves quite a lot in that first few seconds, really. In about a minute, it moves a lot, and then it starts to slow down. So that was quite fascinating, watching that. Um, But, like I said, because what I've done is I've stopped doing everything. Um, I'm starting to realise some of the things I need to do in my life. And there's a quote on my website by Joseph Campbell, which is... We must let go of the life we have planned to accept the one that is waiting for us. And he always says, the only thing you have to do in your life is to follow your bliss. And I had been thinking for the past few years, I'd been thinking that my bliss was art. But I think I might have it wrong. I think my bliss might be taking photos. So I'm at at a weird place now where I'm 
I'm just sort of questioning what I want to be doing with my life. <laughs> I know that sounds mad, but um, art is definitely in my future. But I think for the moment, I want to focus on taking photos, and because because I feel like I can, I'm going to be able to turn these photos into art in the future. Um, so at the moment, I'm just going through a lot of things in my head. So that's one of the reasons why there hasn't been many podcasts at the moment because I'm I'm almost like going on an inner inner retreat or something. But one of the things that has been really um, helpful is lucid dreaming, which is the main thing I'm going to talk about this week. Um, so lucid dreaming is where you become aware that you're dreaming, and I've spoke about it before on the podcast. And I always, again, I always thought that lucid dreaming was going to be something that I would use for my creativity, for like, because my, something I'm going to be doing is meeting up with my custom character, Lil Sophie, and I'm going to have her pose inside of the lucid dream, and then I can sketch her. But I'm thinking that that is something for like years in the future. And I think at the moment, lucid dreaming is going to be helping me heal. I spoke about on the podcast before how when I was 13 I was strangled and um, basically it's one of those experiences in my life that changed everything. Ever since then I suffered from panic attacks and uh, like anxiety and stuff. But talking with my therapist for the last few years, every time this um, strangling experience has been brought up if I try to talk about it or think about it my mind goes completely blank um, so I've been it, it feels like it's one of those moments in my life that my subconscious has um, sort of hidden from me maybe because it was really painful but I think a lot of my limiting beliefs and a lot of stuff that is holding me back with my artwork is linked to that moment and I know and I've just known it right from the start that lucid dreaming has the power to heal me because um, I've tried everything to get on top of this uh, moment in my life I've tried talking about it I've tried meditating on it but whatever I've tried I've, I've never really been able to understand what actually like what what I felt in that moment. So last week I had this idea, and I don't know why I've not thought about this before, but I thought to myself, why don't I have a lucid dream? And inside of the lucid dream, why don't I go back to the house of my childhood where this strangulation took place? And why don't I just relive the moment and just see what comes up? So this is where it goes back to how I think lucid dreaming has been, well, lucid dreaming has been for me all about fear. It's all been about overcoming fears. Um, I've been practicing lucid dreaming for about, I think, three or four months. Um, and I've probably had about maybe eight or ten lucid dreams. And some of them only last like a few seconds. Uh, the longest one lasted it seemed like about 45 minutes that was amazing that one but most of them are only like a few minutes long and 
it's not like I can lucid dream whenever I want. I'm still at the early phase of um, trying to um, work out how to do it because it is just a skill that can be like practiced. So last week I said I'm going to go to sleep, become lucid and go back to this my childhood house and relive this moment and I kept every night I went to sleep I kept saying I was going to do that and I think it took me five days before I had a dream that happened and what happened was I I went into this dream or I, I was in the dream and I was out standing outside the house because I kept saying when I see this house in my dream I will know that I'm dreaming so as soon as I saw this house my childhood house my childhood house I inside of the dream realized I was dreaming and the front door was open so I walked inside and I'm now lucid so I'm aware that I'm dreaming and I'm walking around the house um, and what it is is when I in during the child um, during the child abuse my mum was in the room with me and it was her boyfriend who strangled me and she actually ran off after the boyfriend and like, left me on the floor. So there's a lot of things that I need to try to understand in that moment. But I know that mum is key to this whole thing. So I knew that mum had to be inside of the dream. But I went into the house and it seemed to be empty. And the abuse, the, the strangulation took place in the kitchen. So I walked into the kitchen and there was nobody in there but I could hear which is weird I could hear loads of voices as if like it was just like a chatter I could hear loads of people talking even though there was nobody around and one of the people talking was my mum and she was being interviewed by it sounded like Chris Tarrant <laughs> who's a game show host and it sounded like he was interviewing her um, for the for a game show but he was actually saying, I can't quite remember, I wrote it all down, but it was something like he was saying, because mum, mum in the dream, mum wanted to come back into this house. And he was saying, you're not allowed in there unless you pass these tests. But in the end he said, oh, because when I heard that I thought to myself, mum's not going to be able to come into the dream. I got a bit disappointed. But then this Chris Tarrant bloke said, I'll let you go into the house. So... I'm looking. I'm walking around this house, um, and I can hear my mum talking in the background, and I can hear loads of different voices, and all the cupboards. I'm looking through all the cupboards, trying to find something, but inside of the cupboards, all the cupboards are full up with like clutter, so I can't see anything. I can't get to anything. And then I walk out into the passage, and there's another cupboard, but again, there's loads of boxes blocking it. So I can't find what I'm looking for. But I don't even know what I am looking for inside of this dream. And then I go back into the kitchen. And I can hear somebody coming down the stairs. So I run out into the back garden. And at this point I become lucid again. Because what happens with me is. Um, I'll become lucid. But if I'm not fully. Um, if I'm not careful I guess. I can lose lucidity and fall back into the dream. So. For me, um, I have to keep reminding myself that I'm dreaming to keep the lucidity. And what happened was, the act of running outside, it triggered my mind to think, 
if I'm dreaming, and I knew I was dreaming, I'm not supposed to be running away from things. I'm supposed to be, um, like, facing the fears. So I walked back into the kitchen, and inside of the kitchen, my mum was there, and she was right in front of my face. It was the most vivid, like, picture I've ever seen of my mum. And she was smiling at me. And I said, Mum. I said, Hello, Mum. And she just kept smiling at me. And I said, Hello, Mum. She kept smiling at me. I said, Hello, Mum. She kept smiling at me. And I said, Do you know where we are? And she looked around the room as if she suddenly realised, Oh my God, we're inside the house where you got strangled. And her face was full of just terror. And this terror, this feeling of pure terror, um, it somehow went inside of me. And as it went inside of me, um, the only way to describe it is as if the, the dream was being displayed on the surface of water that somebody started spiralling around. So the whole dream just started um, like spiralling out of, into like darkness. And it all went black. But I could still hear everything going on. I could still feel myself inside the kitchen as well, which was weird, even though it was darkness. Um, and I had this overwhelming sense of disorientation. I, I've never felt that um, like disorientated before. And then all of a sudden, this white light, right in front of me, this like circle of white light came into view. And it suddenly... Like it went completely quiet, all the sounds disappeared, and this white light just zoomed right up to my face, um, as if like a tunnel. And then all of a sudden, the dream was pure white, and this is where it gets a bit weird. Well, I started thinking inside of the dream, I started thinking, have I just died? Um, and then it gets a bit weird because all of a sudden, like hundreds of video games flashed in front of my face. <laughs> I don't quite understand what that is, but, and then I woke up, and I started writing the dream out in my dream diary, and as I was writing it, I started crying, because it just got really, it wasn't horrible crying, it was nice crying, so, but like something really powerful happened inside of that lucid dream, um, and like as I've interpreted it, interpreted it, I've, I felt like um, there's so many messages inside of that dream like the fact that my mum was smiling at me almost as if she was oblivious that is kind of like what it's been so I almost feel like but then the fact that she was consumed with terror and it passed on to me it makes me feel like we're both maybe suffering f from that experience um, and then because I was looking for all the cupboards and I couldn't find like there was all this clutter blocking my path again it feels like I, I know what I'm looking for or I know what, that I should be looking for in this place but I still don't know what I'm looking for because there's too much cluster, there's too much stuff that I need to um, get out of the way but like I, I feel like what I need to do is keep going into this into this um, experience and keep reliving it and I, I feel like the more I relive it the more of it that is going to come into focus and I'm, I'm going to be able to understand what's actually going on and I'm convinced that once I heal from this moment 
I feel like I'm going to be able to really move on and get over all these limiting beliefs but what really surprised me was that because you read about in the books how you can do stuff like this but to actually do it and experience it is quite amazing and like to think that you can during your day you can plan out what you want to do in a dream and to think you can then go into the dream world and and make it happen that just is quite amazing to me and again going back back to this like virtual reality thing it is almost like I can I almost look at dreams especially lucid dreams as if they are a form of virtual reality it's just a virtual reality that we are completely able to manipulate and um, like generate so so it's just I feel like something I've noticed in life is that everything seems to link together so the fact that I got this virtual reality headset by accident and yet I'm I'm able to sort of see how it links to other things I'm, I'm convinced there's something in in this but um, what what happened was um, I was talking to my sister about this dream and she told me about a dream when she was a child she actually had a very similar dream where she was getting attacked by a teddy bear and then it all went white and she she basically ex explained the exact same situation that I had had in my dream so I would like to know what that what that white light is um, it felt very I don't know it felt different it felt really different yeah it felt I I almost wonder whether that is a form of some sort of healing maybe that is a visual healing thing I don't know but my I want I want to just get back into that lucid dream and keep experiencing it and something else I'd really like to do is experience that moment from my mum's point of view so because then maybe I can understand why mum did some of the things she did but I already feel like you know the dream is telling me that she herself was confused and um, she is probably suffering as much as me from that experience so this lucid dreaming is definitely very powerful I really feel like we can uncover a lot of um, stuff inside of our dreams and so at the moment why this all links into the podcast and stuff <laughs> is because at the moment my focus is on lucid dreaming so that means I'm like I'm, I'm actually sleeping about eight to ten hours at the moment I think yesterday I slept for 11 hours it's just because the more I sleep the more chance I have of having lucid dreams and the more vivid dreams tend to happen for like the final three four hours so I'm trying to extend that period um, so that means I need to sleep for a bit longer and because I'm sleeping for longer it means I haven't got as much time to do other stuff like other stuff like art or the website and stuff <laughs> um, but I just want to focus on this lucid dreaming at the moment so I just wanted to share that experience on the podcast but the the biggest struggle I've had at, at the moment has been allowing myself to sort of pull back and I guess allowing myself to rest 
that's been my biggest struggle because for the first week or so I felt quite guilty I felt quite guilty about not doing the podcast not doing any YouTube videos not doing anything on the website I felt quite guilty until I, I allowed myself to just accept that for the moment for this period of, in my life I just want to be focusing on resting lucid dreaming taking photos and playing the odd video game and that's it really <laughs> so it's been a bit of a crazy few weeks um, and I hope you understand I really hope I can get the podcast back to a weekly thing um, but I don't know what it's going to be it'll just be about random things really because I really do enjoy doing the podcast and I have missed doing it so I hope I can get that back um, that's it really It's at the moment it's all about trying to understand what I really want from life <laughs> and I think everybody needs to do this from time to time because you can quite easily like how I stopped doing the podcast for it was supposed to be one week and before I knew it four weeks had passed I feel like the same thing can also happen with doing things in life so it's like you might at one point feel like the most important thing you should be doing is drawing but like months can pass without you stopping to ask is this what I should be focusing on at the moment and it's only when you stop and focus you realise that actually what would probably be more important at the moment is to do this other thing um, and for me that's trying to heal myself and I think lucid dreaming is key to that so um, I guess the last few weeks I have just stopped and asked myself what do I really want to be doing and that's where I'm at at the moment um, you can find show notes and stuff at sofreeart.com and I'll put some photos in there from um, my time up on the moors at the weekend uh, and oh, also I realised I was looking through the photos on my camera and I realised that the camera has this watercolour filter and what you can do is you can look at your photos on the viewfinder and you can click on the photo and you can duplicate the photo and have it um, apply this watercolour filter and it looks really amazing because um, one of the photos I was wearing this red dress and I was surrounded by like green grass, green trees and when I apply this watercolour filter the red dress really pops and I look at that photo and I sort of think to myself with that filter I think this would make a really nice um, painting and this is why I think at the moment if I focus on photos, taking photos like one day in the future when I when I'm ready I can try to turn these photos into paintings and so that's why I think everything comes together I think I really do believe everything comes together um, in the end and it's just a case of like allowing yourself to do whatever feels right at any given moment um, and in the end it will all come together so you can find those photos on the show notes at sofreeart.com um, I think that's it really 
Yes. The quote this week is actually from an unknown person. And it's a really simple little quote, but I love it. And it is, invest in rest. Episode 21.